And we're back, Stripe Show Podcast, on a Tuesday, Ryder Cup week. We keep the theme going here this week as we get closer to Friday. Big event, can't wait for it. Probably my favorite event in professional golf. How good was Lanny Watkins yesterday, captain the team in 1995? One of the best Ryder Cup players of all time, certainly for Team USA. And just interesting to listen to him talk about how the Ryder Cup perhaps was positioned and the meaning to the players then versus perhaps the players now. And we're talking about now, whistling straights. That's where it starts. The Ryder Cup, Team USA versus Team Europe. It's been well documented. We know that Europe has won nine of the last 12, but this year it feels different, folks. It feels like the Americans, it's a must-win situation and to uh, help us put some clarity on it i've invited the captains of this year's Ryder cup joining me here on the stripe show podcast tom jacobs and jeff feinberg guys i know you're busy you're the captain of these two teams thank you for joining me here on a pod here tuesday travis thank you for having us thank you uh travis looking forward to it i'm excited to do this exercise well tom you are the defending champion of course, of the Ryder Cup. And uh, you are the captain of this year's team. You went with uh, Sergio Garcia, Shane Lowry, and Ian Poulter as your three picks. Give me your thoughts on those three to to join the other nine that qualify. I mean, Sergio's done what he needs to do, right? He loves this this event. Uh, You know, his ball striking has been elite all season. Um, You know, we'd like to have seen a win there, but, you know, he's been great. He does what Sergio Garcia does. I've seen enough to put him into the team. Uh, Ian Poulter's got two arms still, so Ian Poulter will be in the team and will probably be for the next two two renewals as long as he can still walk. Uh, Shane Lowry was a a tougher decision, Um, you know, Got to back my guy. He's been brilliant. But, uh, you know, Justin Rose pushing there at Wentworth. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of people are going to ask me about that. But uh, Larry was in there for a long time and, uh, you know, major champion, WGC champion. It's uh, It doesn't feel like he's a typical rookie. Yeah, he is a rookie, right? Seems like Larry's yeah. been around for a long time. But he's a big-time player. He's won the Open Championship. He knows how to perform with the pressure on. How'd that conversation go with Justin Rose? I mean, always classy. Of course, won the Payne Stewart Award this year. He's just, you know class all the way around was he uh was he did he understand when you had that conversation uh, justin rose was excellent he was brilliant he uh he knows it's for the team well let's welcome in our usa captain here the first as i might mention captain for team usa from canada uh jeff feinberg welcome in a little different for the u.s of course you guys have to pick six who wants that job but pretty straightforward with Fina, of course getting the win in the uh, FedEx Cup playoffs, there's Shoffley, Spieth, English, Burger. The only surprise captain was Scotty Scheffler. Did you not get my DMs about Sam Burns? Uh, I must have lost your DMs, Travis, uh, and I lost a lot of other people's phone numbers. That being said, Scotty Scheffler is the pick for me. His consistency, year in, event to event, big event to big event, hits it long, hits it straight is a perfect compliment to any pairing I want to make with him at this venue. Perhaps a Scheffler Spieth alternate shot, Texas. Well, I'll say that. We'll get to that here uh, when we get to our picks. We're going to do the selection show here today so everyone knows how things will uh, shake out uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The captains will share with us 
who will be going head to head from an alternate shot standpoint on Friday morning. And then also Friday afternoon, of course, when they go best ball and then we'll shake it ahead to the singles matches, uh, which always play out and decide the Ryder cup. Lots to, uh, to talk about lots to get to. I've got to ask USA, you've lost nine of the last 12 on paper. Once again, you're dominant. This is the best team in USA history. When you take the average of the official world golf rankings, whatever that means, but you got a bunch of dogs in that locker room. You got some guys that maybe don't like each other. Brooks was on golf digest saying, look, maybe this team thing's probably not for me. How are you going to bring these guys together and maximize your talent? Uh, I don't want my group to have to wear the scars of the past. Dustin is the only really tenured Ryder Cup player that we have here. And looking through all of it, I would certainly not put any of USA's faults on him. This feels like it's a new day, a turning of the page moment for USA golf as a whole, Travis. And this is an opportunity on a course that suits my guys to to um, to take full advantage and change the narrative the narrative completely. Tom, you guys have had some controversy in the past, I and mean, I think Padraig and Sergio kind of bickered there at one point, and and others, but not not of late. And you guys have been united. Certainly, the team game, y'all buy it. I mean, you're brilliant alternate shot players. They seem to really like each other. You look at this Brooks, Bryson stuff, Reed, Beef. You guys just kind of sit back, chewing your cigar a little bit and chuckle at it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're winning before we get there, aren't we? You know, the guys are beating themselves. Um, You know, Podrick and Sergio buried the hatchet a long time ago, as you can tell. Um, And... Yeah, I mean, it's just great for us. You know, team morale's never been better. We've, we've added a strong strong couple of rookies this year. Uh, you know, Victor Hovland's coming on, very, very exciting. And, you know, we've got the best player in the world at the moment. So we've got reason to be happy. All right, let's get to it. Friday morning, we're going to open up with a little alternate shot. And before we get to the picks, Captain America, Feinberg, up there in Toronto. I mean, we just can't get anything figured out here. We've got captains from Canada. We hate each other. Anyway. You guys had to change it up. You guys needed to change the face. Okay? Because if I, if I, if this team can't win, maybe you should start bringing uh, amateur players to the Ryder Cup. But the first change up you, you need is a, uh, an international captain. But you're not far from, you know, Whistling Straits is not far from Canada. So I know you've looked down on, you've played it, and and you've you've been out there. You're working with Kerry Haig with the PGA on setting this baby up. What can we expect here uh, from Whistling Straits? And to kind of give you guys the upper hand, perhaps, to play to your uh, your strengths. Yeah, we just want to play, um, you know, e- even playing Whistling Straits to its natural yardages would be a big advantage for us. But push the tee boxes back and... And bomb and gouge, it could be our strategy here. Uh, we're a lot of big hitters. There's definitely an advantage off the tee, and I believe the course setup will indicate that. It's a big ballpark. I actually played it on the About Golf Simulator last week, and it's so real, these simulators. And, man, you want to talk about the back tees. You have all you want when you start pushing that baby back. I think they could stretch it to 7,800 if they want to. But, yeah, Coach. You know the Americans have the long ball off the tee, and you're probably going to have to send it. you got some guys that can send it. 
But the Americans are certainly longer off the tee. Lots to consider here when you're going to put these alternate shot players together. But if anybody can do it, you guys can, because you guys are brilliant at this format. Yeah, I mean, we we are, you know, we've got things to give up. We've got things to look at. And, you know, we do give up a bit on the tee, but we've got John Rahm. You know, he's he's had those miles. Rory hits out their miles. Victor Hovland, you know, there's a lot of unsaid truths about the, you know, are we just making up the fact that we're short? You know, okay, we've got a couple of shorter guys there, a couple of veterans, um, but, mm-hmm. you know, they can play their part. You know, they've got strengths in other areas, and I'm confident in my guys. All right, let's get to it here. Alternate shot, we're ready. TV is ready. The crowd is ready. It is Friday morning. The first match, alternate shot, Tom, I'm going to give you the floor. You're the defending champions. Give us your first pairing. So we're coming out hot. Uh, John Rahm with Victor Hovland. Uh, you know, I trust these guys. You know, best player in the world. A rookie as well uh, alongside him. But uh, very confident they can get off to a good start. John Rahm, number one player in the world. Victor Hovland, we know. Ball striking machine. Get a little clunky around the greens. Perhaps a little bit of a concern. Uh, but the putter can be up and down. But you got a horse like John Rahm, no question. The best player probably right now in this group of 24. How are you going to counter that, Coach Feinberg? Who's going to go up against Rahm and Hoffman? Well, it's the first tee. It's the morning. Things are going to probably be quite fired up. I have no choice but to give this to the two guys that helped me pick the team <laughs> and are now my two leaders of this USA golf movement right out of the gates. Their moms called. They wanted to be paired together. I did it for them. Justin and Jordan, you're up, boys. So these two have kind of separated themselves, it sounds like, as far as being the internal leaders inside. Like, hey, guys, let's get focused. We're the leaders. Follow us. That's where this is coming from? Uh, Yeah. I mean, your leaders essentially – and I would put Xander Shoffley in that group, a very determined, a very focused player. He now walks around wearing that USA proud uh, Olympic gold medal, Travis. But there needs to be a tone set. And these are the two guys who have vocally been texting me for months. Even as Jordan was in no lock or form, he wasn't leaving me alone. Um, these are the guys that want it. Dustin, he doesn't say anything in the group chat. Brooks and Bryson have been muzzled essentially in terms of having an opinion here. Colin's a rookie. He's happy to be here. My leaders are Justin and Jordan and Xander. Apparently too, but he's soft-spoken. He'll do like he says it. He sort of internalizes in his own special way. And we're going to count on that. Maybe next. What a matchup. John Rahm, Victor Hovland versus Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas alternate shot. That is match number one. Let's go to match number two. Jeff, we'll give you the floor. Who's going to kick us off there? Uh, match number number two for me. I'm going to send out what I believe we can call. Uh, I hope I, I didn't get the geography wrong here, but a couple Sea Island boys. Maybe this one takes a couple by surprise, but it's early, just a two calm, level-headed players. Whatever rah-rah in Europe wants to do, it won't even get in there. These guys' ears. Dustin and Harris English are going Ooh. out second for me. That is a bit of a surprise there. 
I like that. I've been, I've talked about Harris English. I think he'd be a really good alternate shot player. I had him more with Berger, but with DJ, that's an interesting matchup there. Tom, are you scared of those two? Who's going to take those two Americans down from Team Europe? I'm not. I mean, you know, you, you look at, you know, the, the, the calmness of that pairing. Um, and, you know, the, maybe that this plays into what I was going to do here. But uh, we've got the, the ever calm Paul Casey is going to be going out with his buddy, Tyrrell Hatton. Uh, he can fire up the, fire up the team. Um, you know, if a thing needs to be done, I think they've got to go out again, you know, play well in Paris. And uh, yeah, I think they can go out and counter that. Has anybody seen the line on Terrell Hatton, how many clubs he'll break this week? I do know that I've just watched a video with him and his dad was, uh, you know, he was swearing and, and swearing off the tee as well. So, you know, it doesn't fall far from the tree. We love that about Terrell, you know, that, uh, that, that fires the team up and gets them going. Carol, it hasn't been his best year this year. He's kind of been, you know, he's struggled after a year before when he was excellent. But we've seen that with Team Europe, and all of a sudden they get in this room and then they just elevate their play. You, you, see, you sense the focus from Hatton. Casey's been brilliant. His ball strike, we know his putter can get a little iffy, but he's one of the best ball strikers in the world. You kind of sense Hatton's ready to elevate the game here this week? Paul Casey, firstly, is is a guy that's been underused in Ryder Cups. Uh, he's missed out for for different reasons. I don't want to get into, um, but you know he is the guy. You know, I think he's he's someone I'm, I'm really confident in at uh, Whistling Straits. You know, played very well here in the past in the PGA Championship. Played the last couple of U.S. Opens well. This mm-hmm. year's PGA, um, and I just think he'll be a brilliant partner again for Tyrrell. And you know, yes, it's not been his best year for Tyrrell Hatton. He'll be the first to admit that, especially in recent weeks. But He's had some impressive import, uh, performances this season as well, not to forget that. And, uh, you know, you know, added pressure of being one of the best players in the world. And, you know, I think he's going to live up to that in the same format. Love it. Dustin Johnson, Harris English versus Paul Casey and Terrell Hatton. That's match number two. Let's go to match number three, alternate shot. Tom, you've got the floor. We're going to have a couple of uh, open champions here playing together. Uh, Team Island in Rory McIlroy and Shane Lowry. Mm, uh, a couple would argue that maybe we want to set the tone with those guys out first, uh, but I uh, I think John Rahm's going to be pretty fired up after his player of the year snub. Is Rory the emotional leader inside? We know Sergio has got fire. His he's been you know he's played the Ryder Cup perhaps more than anybody. Westwood probably has that reign over over Sergio. I mean those are the two experienced guys, but Everyone understands Rory, you know, what he's accomplished. Rom's a number one player, but is there still that emotional leader perhaps with Rory and guys look up to him? I mean, you look at Medina, you look at you look at Paris, you look at, you know, even the Hazel team when we were down, you know, this guy is, is led from the front at all aspects. And he's been one of our best players in the world for so long now. Um, you know, it, he he himself want to be winning major championships again, uh, but the Ryder Cup is massive for him. He absolutely loves this, uh, loves this arena, and uh, I have full faith that Rory can lead this team. Jeff, I thought we might see this group. Rory Lowry makes a lot of sense to me. I, I, I felt like we were going to see it. There they are. Who are you going to put up against them? Yeah, very formidable. And and Rory is a guy that, what, he's plays five sessions every time. I'm prepared um, to have okay. to make a lot of matchups against him um, here, against uh, Captain Tom. I'm sending out one of my power teams here that I'm going to rely on a lot this week, guys, and that is 
Olympic champion, FedEx Cup champion player of the year, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantley. I don't care the format. Expect to see a lot of these two guys being uh, repeated from me. Xander and Cantley, they're friends. You know, one of the things that Lanny said on Monday, he said, when I played, no one told the captain who they wanted to play with. No, he just let the captain parents. He says, now in the Ryder Cup, it's all about, hey, he's my buddy. We want to play together and like positioning and posturing and things like that. So that kind of played in here a little bit. These guys are JT and Jordan and their parents are writing you letters and things like that. And now you've got Xander and Cantlay DMing you. Hey, hey, but hey, right here, buddies. Listen, we got to build ourselves back to getting to where you know, the dream scenario would be to build a level of, of um, consistent care and desire that we see from Europe and our veterans will implement it. And in many ways, there are a lot of golfers who, you know, still want to follow, you know, the Tiger Woods approach and, and, you know, how can you fault any golfer for just, you know, if Tiger Woods was bad in Ryder Cups, then I'm allowed to be bad in Ryder Cups. It, it, it doesn't matter, but it has to begin somewhere. And uh, I've even done it with English and with 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 Dustin. Um, it has to begin somewhere. They've got to care. That's where it starts, because I believe this event in a big way starts early, guys. I was watching uh, the, the Solheim Cup mm. and it was very close, very early. But there was a rain at the back of the first session and Europe never lost its momentum. And I'll do everything I can to prevent that happening here. All right. I like it. Rory McIlroy, Shane Lowry versus Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantley. That's going to be a good one there. Match number four. Jeff, you got the stage. Who we got? For me in this one, I am going to send out my first and only rookie in this session. And it might not be the rookie you would have expected, but I am hoping to overwhelm Europe in this alternate alternate shot pairing uh, with Finau and Scheffler. Tony Finau and Scotty Scheffler. Finau a little bit longer, but Scheffler we know can get it out there too. Kind of comparable games perhaps, you know, good drivers of the golf ball, solid iron games. Do you have enough there with the putter? Does that concern you at all with these two? Uh, my concern, uh, listen, that's, we have a lot of players who that, you know, might be a concern, a fantastic long T to green team, but I believe these two guys um, will, will pick it up. We'll continue to, how do I put this? We'll, we'll just a plethora of opportunities, overwhelm the other side with opportunities, put them under pressure on this course because we've got 15 feet for birdie hole after hole after hole 500 yard par four we got 25 feet for birdie they're struggling yeah we can win with par with this pairing a lot on this golf course yeah i I like that 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 makes a lot of sense and and of course Finau, one of the bright spots three years ago tom in france where you set the course up where the americans had absolutely zero chance to win and you routed us but now you're here at Whistling. You see this matchup, power game. How are you going to counter it? So uh, this won't be the traditional pairing you would have seen against the power uh, pairing, but uh, I have full faith in Sergio Garcia 
going out with his experienced buddy, Ian Poulter. Um, you know, Ooh. Scotty Scheffler there is a rookie. He's got to stare Ian Poulter in the face for potentially 18 holes. Uh, Sergio Garcia, his game translates to courses all over the world. Um, you know, we, we need to see what we've got with Ian on the golf course today. Um, you know, and and I think that's a massive thing to see. And I just think he will relentlessly roll in those putts. I thought we might see Sergio Westwood. That was, uh, it's always been a, a solid was- lineup to everybody. I think getting Poulter's emotion out there early. Um, I, I just, you know, maybe there's something there in Westwood Garcia later yeah. on, but but Ian Poulter needs to get out there. He needs to play. Uh, we need to see what he's got with him. He's a pick. He's here for a reason, and I want him out on the course. I think it's smart. I think Poulter needs to be seen early on Friday on Whistling Straits. I and... have all the confidence in the world in Scotty Scheffler. This was the guy who stared down John Rahm and beat him quite handily in a match. So I think I'm expecting Scotty can take that sort of confidence that he can go head-to-head versus anybody in the world um, and come out just fine. Well, all four captain's picks. Europe has certainly had the uh, edge when it comes to captain's picks in the past. U.S. looking to turn that around. Tony Finau and Scotty Scheffler versus Sergio Garcia and Ian Poulter. All right, those are your alternate shots. Let's move it now to the afternoon here uh, in best ball. And uh, alternate shots, of course, have been dominated primarily by the Europeans. Americans have fared better uh, when it comes to best ball when you're playing your own game. So let's get after it here. First match in best ball. Jeff, we'll go ahead and let you kick it off this time with your first team. Uh, My first team in best ball is going, I'm going to just send them right out to start the session, Xander and Cantley. They're going out first for me. Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantley. Cantley, of course, won the last two events, the FedEx playing terrific golf player of the year. Perhaps John Rahm um, felt a little bit slighted once again uh, this year. Uh, but Xander, we've seen some signs. We know these two like playing with each other and um, looking to go out and make a lot of birdies in the best ball course, perhaps might be set up a little bit differently with the best ball versus the alternate shot. You see that. Tom, you encountered early with, well, actually, Rory and Lowry were first, and Coach Feinberg countered with Xander and Cantley. Now that you see Xander and Cantley, how do you count? So I am going to put the same pairing out first again. Ram Hovland oh. going out again. So they're going to see some different competition this time around. Uh, maybe they unsettle the pairing on the other side. Um, again, full faith in my guys. Wow. The powerhouse, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantley versus John Rom and Victor Hovland. How much do you think this means to John Rom in the FedEx? It's a guy that hasn't, or not FedEx, excuse me, Ryder Cup. He hasn't played a ton, just the one year. What does it mean to uh, the young Rom, number one player, to, to capture the Ryder Cup? I think you've only got to see what happened to him in Paris. Uh, you know, he had a couple of tough losses in the four balls. Um, and then he had that electric win over Tiger Woods in the singles. And, you know, you saw the passion come out there. He's he's the world number one player. Um, you know, Rory McIlroy's had to tell that man's in the past. John Rahm's going to share the load this time around. We're all a good team. But John Rahm, he leads from the front. He knows what he needs to do. He's been snubbed and he's going to, you know, put it in the faces this week. Yeah, that's what I that's what I'm fearful of. John Rahm. He's like, okay, I was the best player in the world, number one player. You want to give Cantley the 
player of the year. I've got something to show you here in the afternoon on Friday. Xander Cantlay versus Rom and Hovland. That's the first match. Best ball? Let's go to the second. Tom, you lead us off. So I'm going with my guys again. Same order. Rory, McElroy, and Shane Lowry. Okay. They've got to stay out there. Right. Got to keep up the momentum. These guys are going to be uh, big guys in this week. Any concern with Lowry? This is going to be a lot of golf for him day one. Is he... Maybe this, sit him perhaps and if he's playing well, you just keep him rolling into Saturday? This, uh, you know, there, there may be some plans over the weekend, but, you know, this guy, he's going to, you know, we're going to see Shane Lowry's emotion. We're, you know, he's, he's a calm and collective character, but when the Ryder Cup comes around, he's going to be fired up, especially with Rory McIlroy by his side. Yeah. I'm expecting a lot of energy um, from that pairing. And I got to say, I thought I had a few mulligans in this event because I thought I was going to get to fine roster. I got to pick uh, matchups against three and a half Lee Westwoods, but he's a keeping them all off the golf course. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but I guess that's the strategy. I'm sure they, yeah, I'm sure he's told them all. You guys aren't playing much uh, in podcast form and in real life. Well, you want to be a captain. You want to be a leader. This is your time. You've got to sort of take some responsibility. You have to maybe haul an ugly duckling around a golf course. Justin Thomas, you get the honor of going out, playing your own ball with Bryson DeChambeau. We saw them in the FedEx Cup having a laugh together in a pairing. Sometimes, you know, that's all I can go by, even though I'm the captain, is they did seem to enjoy each other's company a month ago, making jokes with each other it was one of the few times since things got silly that i saw bryson like laughing and having fun on a golf course so bryson you're up usa proud both of them justin and bryson and justin's gonna hear a lot about that long drive contest coming up for uh, bryson he's gonna hear a lot about what's going into training for that as well mm-hmm. what uh what did you say to bryson jeff as you before you got here with the antics of him and Brooks. So how'd that conversation go? I have far less concerns about Bright. Bryson sometimes just needs to be told something to understand. Like, and I expect him to get in line when he wants to be a part of the team. He, he wants to enjoys the team um, roundups and activities and events that we've organized. He's much easier to fall into line than um than brooks so i don't okay. really have concerns bryson is looking forward to watching his 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 teammates golf and doesn't mind having to sit in a meeting with them and and as we plan and become a team i got no problems rory mcelroy shane lowry versus justin thomas and bryson dechambeau that's match number two match number three jeff you're first uh, well, we're going to send to when I talk about, I mean, this is part of the new wave. I have my other co-captain in Jordan Spieth. He is taking on the new wonder kid of American golf in with Colin Morikawa. Um, they'll play their own ball. Let's get some magic. Let's have some fun. Two great smiles. This is the team. I, I, I had a tough time deciding which captain I wanted to send Bryson out with essentially and I thought it was better to um, – I didn't want uh, to – I wanted to balance a good putter in each of these two groups. So mm-hmm. 
So Justin goes with Bryce. Uh, sorry, Justin goes with Bryson, but Colin isn't abandoned by being with Justin. He can miss a short putt and Jordan will save him because he just chipped in from, from somewhere. Jordan, Colin, that's how I get Colin. His debut uh, match in the Ryder Cup is paired with Jordan Spieth. When I take Morikawa, his, his back is good. We know he won the Open Championship. Didn't play well down the stretch as far as the FedEx Cup, but he, he looked a little gassed. He looked, you know, he's having some back issues, all rested up, ready to go. Yeah, I mean, listen, what a whirlwind that was for him to win the Open Championship. And then we kind of go right into an Olympic. He enters the playoff with the most points. Um, what a fantastic year. Yeah, just a little a bit of uh, fatigue. Nothing that R&R couldn't solve. He's excited in the team room. He glows. Uh, he, you know, he, he's happy. He's happy-go-lucky. He's kind of likes doing, he's just doing what he's told. He's even fetching the boy sandwiches. <laughs> Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa versus Captain Europe. I told you before, Paul Casey is going to be a big part of my plans this week, and he takes out uh, another rookie in Bernd Wiesberger. Ooh. I have all the confidence in the world in Bernd Wiesberger in the full ball uh, sector of this tournament. Uh, you know, this guy has won four times uh, since mid-2019 on the European tour, of course. And, you know, there's a lot said about that. But, uh, you know, this guy he comes here to play. You know, he's a good driver of the ball. Uh, you know, streaky with the putter. We know he can miss some. Um, but, you know, where again this year, shot a final round 64 to get the job done there to win by five strokes. We know what he can do. And, of course, Burns played some here in the United States. So he's he's accustomed to what's going on over here. Of course, Paul plays over here all the time. Interesting. In match number three, pivotal match, I feel. Jordan Smith, Colin Morikawa versus Paul Casey and Byrne Wiesberg. Match four, best ball, Europe, you're first. So we've got one half of the Mollywood uh, team oh, from no. Paris in Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, you know, there's luscious Loxer here to play, and he's going out with Sergio Garcia, uh, a elite ball-striking pairing to go out into the four balls. They are just going to flush their way around this golf course. Well, this is not going to be easy for Captain Feinberg because he's got a he's got a crush on Fleetwood, so he might just go ahead and throw this match and let Fleetwood win it. But or not? Does he come back with perhaps Kepka, Coach America? Where's our boy? Yes, um, you've. I guess that is the omission we've been waiting for. I have decided I did not want Brooks having to play someone else's ball. And I want him to go do whatever he wants to do all day. He doesn't even have to watch the morning matches. He can lift whatever his routine is. I want him to have it. I'm sending him out, uh, Travis. It is what the... Um, the uh, geez, where's uh, PGA National? You think I should know it? PGA, PGA National down in uh, Southern Florida, Port yeah, St. Southern Port Florida, St. the Jupiter Boys, the Palm Palm Beach Boys, yeah, oh, Palm Beach Boys, Burger and Brooks, straight vibing. Um, oh. Brooks does can just do his routine. You got your last tea time of the day. You don't have to watch an early match. You're on the range in the when guys are playing before you. Do your own thing. And when you're done, you're last off. You don't even have to cheer someone on on 18 green for 25 minutes. Don't worry about it, pal. We're going to make it work for you. You're going off last with Burger, the boys of Palm Beach, Florida, getting it done. And Florida State kids, right? Yep. Tallahassee, Florida State, 
you know they'll be watching because they can't. They'll be there's nothing to watch on the football field after Jackson yeah. State took it to them and put the flag right in the middle of the of the field. So you know those guys from Tallahassee be tuned into this. And they, uh, they may be they may be rooted on by their uh, fellow Gator, who may actually be uh, converted to Team Europe next year. And Billy Horschel, uh, you know, <laughs> he uh, he loves Europe. You know, this is his players' championship over at Wentworth. You know, he loves our team. Um, oh West Ham United fan loves Green Street. What um, happens if we get to twenty twenty four and Horschel and Patrick Reed have become European citizens? Then we're uh, we're happy to have them. <laughs> Tommy Fleetwood, Sergio Garcia versus Brooks Kepka, Daniel Berger. All right. That takes care of the uh, alternate shot in best ball. We've played it out. It's Friday. It's Saturday. And we are tied, folks, heading into Sunday. It is an even match. It is all tied up. 12 singles matches as we approach Sunday of the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits. It's time to pair up those all-important single matches. We're going to start with Team Europe. Who's going out first to set the tone? My guy, the world number one, John Rahm, is going to lead the pack out at Whistling Straits. He's going to get the job done for us and can secure that point. Number one player in the world. He is. He has led on Friday. He has led on Saturday. And here he is first thing Sunday morning. Who's going to go up against him? I am going to go with a former number one player in the world, a calm, collected player. Um, I'm going to send Dustin Johnson mm. out in this matchup. Heavy hitters coming. Former WGC final, um, I guess a revenge match for Rom from a few years ago. But yeah, just let Rom get intense and whatever. I got a lot of former number ones to pick from. He's the first one I'm sending out. I like it. I like it. What a first match, John Rom versus Dustin Johnson. Match number two, Jeff. Uh, match number two, I am going to be sending out Daniel Berger nice and early. Kid's been playing cash games in Palm Beach since he was 12 years old. He's He's been ready for this his whole life. I believe he's going to do USA proud. Daniel Berger coming out in match number two. Tom, who do you, who do you like against that game? Well, I mean, you know, if you want to send out one of the, the slightly shorter hitters, I'll take my guy, Matthew Fitzpatrick, you know, okay. going to secure those putts. Fitzpatrick, he's played the American game. We know he can drive it. Both those guys look for them to be playing from the fairway. Berger, probably the better iron player, fits the better putter. That could be a really good matchup in match number two. All right, match three, Europe. This is uh, Roy McIlroy's spot. He loves going out in the top three. That's part of his order. Uh, he loves getting those points on the board for uh, for Team Europe, and uh, he'll set the tone early again. Mm. Here's Rory. Got a counter. Reed's not there. No. Reed's not there. I got to send Justin Thomas out in this okay. one. He was going out early. It was his time. Uh, he got just bumped in the order. Like a manager making his batting order, I'm just lengthening my order by slotting Berger in that two-hole Travis. Mm. I got a lot of options. JT, he's the captain. Uh, he's up number three. It's got to be tough. Rory, JT, really good friends. Of course, JT's friends with everybody, but those two are pretty tight. Play a lot of golf together down in Southern Florida. Now they're slotted in the three-hole right in the middle of the action, the tie ball game. That is must-watch TV, ladies and gentlemen. Rory McIlroy versus Justin Thomas. 
Let's go to number four. Jeff, who do you got? Uh, match number four for me, uh, Colin Morikawa. The steady hand. The steady hand of Morikawa. Fair, fairway, green, fairway, green, fairway, green. How are you going to match that, Tom? We're at, we, you know, we look at guys that hit fairways. Uh, you know, experienced player out early, Lee Westwood, other mm-hmm. end of the scale. Uh, we've got, you know, you've got a rookie on your side. We're going with the experienced head. Uh, he's going to match him side by side in the fairway. And uh, it'll all come down to those, uh, all those putts on the green. Westwood and his, and his wife, he's playing on house money. He just looks like everything's coming to him so easy right now. The, the veteran player going against the pup, Morikawa, two-time major champion winner for 18 holes. Hmm. That's an interesting matchup right there. That's only in golf. Only in golf are you going to get that kind of matchup right there. Morikawa versus Westwood. Match five, Europe. Victor Hovland's going out. He's had a great week. He's fresh. Uh, you know, we, we trust him to deliver a point. And, uh, you know, this is going to be a guy that's going to be a star in Ryder Cups to come as well. Were you surprised when Hovland broke his putter? That seemed a little uncharacteristic out of him. This, this is something that Victor does. You know, we, we've seen it on the putting green in the past. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, he did it in practice uh, a couple of weeks ago as well. Um, but, you know, he uh, we love it. It fires him up, you know, it, whatever helps him make the putts. That's all I care about. What would he you do if he broke his putter on the fifth hole of this match? He's a that great would not putter. sit well. He's excellent with his sandwich. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Jeff. Who's going against Victor? Yeah, you know, that's such a tough matchup. And you would think having already named, a, uh, you know, a small handful of guys, I might be up against it. But just the options never end here. Um, for me, it's Xander Shoffley. I'm not giving up an inch. Hmm. What a match there. Xander. Xander was San Jose State, Victor Hovland, Oklahoma State. A lot of fairways, a lot of greens there. Man, Hovland can get it going, ball striking. Xander, probably the better putter. Certainly the better short game. What a match. That is going to be between those two. All right. Let's keep it going here. America, you're up first. Match six. Um, Sort of. I'm just clearing who I who I still have less here, left here. Again, just relentless. Keep coming at them in waves. An attempt to overwhelm them this afternoon. Patrick Cantley, pick your best. Cantley, following Xander, those two attach at the hip for three straight days. Who are you going to put up with? uh, Who are you going to put up against the FedEx Cup champ? He's confident. He's got, he's what? what He's Patty. He's Patty Ice. Do you know who doesn't get riled up? And it's Tommy Fleetwood. You know, he's not going to be phased. Uh, You know, he can match Patrick Cantley in the fairway. Uh, straight into the green. And, uh, you know, Patrick can't, they can't grow uh, 14 strokes on the green every week. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that one goes. Does Tommy miss Francisco? He, there's been some tears. There has been some tears. Um, you know, he's made up for it. He's found his other guys. You know, he's took uh, Matt Fitzpatrick under his wing. Um, but uh, Francesco is certainly missed this week. Man, I think of Tommy Fleetwood, I just think of, I mean, he never missed a shot in France. It was just... Okay. 
I mean, people may not know this, but it was a very tough decision to leave Francesco Molinari uh, out of the uh, the vice captaincy role purely because I wanted him there to console uh, Tommy after every round. But, uh, you know, can't be done. Patrick Cantley versus Tommy Fleetwood. I like it. Let's keep going. Match seven, Europe, you're first. Yep. So uh, we're going to send our guy out. You know, he's, he's performed admirably all week. Uh, you know, as a rookie, really led from the front, Shane Lowry. Okay. Shane Lowry, big guy, getting some reps. Man, might be going out all five times before this is all said and done. Shane Lowry versus who? I'm going to send Harris English out here. Okay. Harris English, still think one of the most underrated players in the world, the way that he's come back. He's won twice this year. No weaknesses in his game. Getting the nod and alternate shot, I like that. And now here he is in singles, trying to turn the tide around for Team USA. Harris English versus Shane Lowry. Match eight. America, who do you got? Uh, Eight in the day, I'm going to send out Tony Finau, who has once again built off his three and a half points from Paris to have an outstanding week for me. Tony Finau is off. Tony Finau, he's getting this winning thing figured out. He's he's won another tournament finally to go with that Puerto Rico Open. He's had the FedEx St. Jude there, first leg of the FedEx Cup. And now he's building off his momentum from three years ago in France. And he's falling out of bed making birdies. You got to have someone that can make some birdies here, Tom, don't you? Yeah, I mean, look, this guy has, he may be a surprise for you this week. Uh, you know, he makes birdies in bunches. Uh, you know, I've spoke about his win record earlier on in, in the in the show. Bernd Wiesberger is going to go mm-hmm. out. He's been strong. I've uh, been really proud of his performance this week. And if anyone's not going to be lulled by uh, Tony Finau's niceness, it's uh, the Steely Austrian and Bernd Wiesberger. <laughs> so, Bern, so Bern's not going to get chatted. Is that what you're saying? He's uh, No, he's, he's, not, he's not interested in what Tony's got to say. Okay. He's, uh, he's there to get a job done. He wants another Ryder Cup before he's done, and uh, this is the way to secure that. Okay. So, Byrne not going to get chatty. Finau, not that he wants to get chatty, but we know Finau's... He's just too nice. Yeah. I feel like that's going to... I feel like that one... That one's going to be important, I feel like, number eight. That one's going to be important... If it's not over with already, is that what you're saying, Jeff? If it's not over with already, I mean, yeah. but we got to go number nine. Tom, you're first. Someone who is not prepared for it to be over already and will not let the job be uh, taken away from him. Tyrrell Hatton is a guy that loves his back up against the wall. Uh, you know, he's going to fight back. He's the guy that I'm putting there in that spot. Yeah, Hatton tough. I mean, Hatton's putter that's been kind of letting him down. I always look at Hatton as one of the best putters in the world in – You'll see it a lot of players, like, they'll lose that putter, which is their weapon, like Spieth. And then all of a sudden, it kind of filters into the rest of the game, and they got to snap out of it, and then the putter comes back, and then they're like, okay, I can put the other pieces back together. Terrell's been taking some uh, some mental lessons. Uh, you know, he's got uh, Martin Keimer there, one of the, the nicest, calmest guys in vice captaincies, following him around, keeping him even keel. And uh, Terrell Hatton, no broken putters this week, did not follow Victor Hovland in that, uh, in that space, and uh, we're happy for him going forward. And Keimer knows a thing or two about whistling straights. He does indeed. So little feather in the cap there as the European captain drops it. Another nugget on us with Keimer. All right. 
Jeff, who's gonna who's gonna go up against Terrell? Uh, Scotty Scheffler is headed out next for me. Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler. Even killed. I'm gonna go out there. Anybody can make a putt in that group. We'll have to wait and see. Number nine. All right. Match 10. Jeff, who's going out first? Bryson DeChambeau. Number 10. Why? Why are you, why are you waiting so long with Bryson? What's the theory here? Uh, you know, just sort of just how it how it kind of played out. I, I, I got a couple mulligans on this list, I feel. Bryson is uh, he's going out late, right in the heat of the moment, if it comes to it. He's got to get his lifts in. He's got to get his shakes in. You know, he's at his five-hour range session. He's uh, good to go there. I'm a little worried on the awkwardness because you've only got three guys hanging around there. Bryson and Brooks are two of them. There's nowhere else to go. Like, there's they got to hang out, right? And you, you can kind of separate them in their pods, like on Tuesday and Wednesday and let Brooks sleep in on Friday morning like you talked about. I mean, it's just, you no. Know, they got their tea times. They got their, um, they got their routines. I just want them to be able to, uh, they're both used to teeing off late on weekends. Okay. That's Fair enough. Bryson DeChambeau against. Don't worry, they got a buffer. You talk about guys uh, being used to teeing off late on weekends. Paul Casey has done that pretty much every week. Uh, you know, he's a guy that isn't going to get drawn into Bryson's long game. Uh, he'll play his own game. He'll uh, he'll put the shots close, no matter where they're from, and uh, he'll roll in the parts as he has been doing in the last couple of years. Mm, I like this match. I like it. Bryson versus Paul Casey. Bryson, things need to add up. I don't want a lot of I don't want a lot of adversity here with Bryson. Like it's. You know, get the fairway, keep it in front of him, make some putts. I could see Casey like chipping in and like his little cheesy smile getting under Bryson's skin. And I mean, he's got his uh, wife on the back of his phone as well. That might distract Bryson. You know, that's always good. Man, we get to match 10. That could be really good. Bryson versus Paul Casey. All right, we're getting down to it here, folks. You better have some, better have some guys that can handle some pressure here. Match 11, Tom. You want the guys that can handle pressure. Why not take a 10-time veteran? Uh, Sergio Garcia is going to uh, show the team what he needs to do. He's got the stones. Um, you know, maybe just one guy after him that can probably take it further. But uh, Sergio Garcia is going to pull strike his way around Winston Straits, as he has done all week, and uh, deliver a point for Europe. Sergio Garcia, veteran. He's won many more than he's lost. Who are you going to put up against Serge? This is going to be a fun one. All that could be on the line. Jordan Spieth. Ooh. Must watch TV. Must watch TV. Even if it doesn't matter, they got to play it out. Jordan Spieth versus Serge. I'm so glad Spieth is back. His game worked himself back into this. Because golf is much more interesting when Jordan Spieth is in there. Wow. What a matchup. Match 11, Sergio versus Jordan. Of course, that only leads one guy who got his maps in. And here he is, match number 12, and that is? Uh, uh, Brooks Kepka again. We, we've allowed, we, we have done our best to set up a situation where he can be optimal. We've a not, we have a, not allowed him to play an alternate shot. He's responsible for his own ball, goes out with a, Alma modern native 
And we go to we go to singles. He plays his own ball. He's out last. He does not need to be on the golf course cheering anybody on. He can have his ego inflated by having everybody watching him. Brooks Kepka, you're last. And guess what? Regardless of what I have, I said here, the reality is he's freaking clutch. And my last guy's out. They're clutch. They know what it's like to win late, to hit big moments late. So they're my anchors, and my team is deep enough that allowed me to create that situation. All fair points. Brooks can get there at 10, 30, 11. We'll light breakfast, work out, a couple phone calls. and But you know that the guy that's going to – who's left. You can watch some NFL – if you want, that's right. from like you know. one to two. Okay, I'm going to show Jax. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know who else? There's only one guy left, and we know who that is. And we know he's not getting there late because he's probably the first guy there. And he's instilling the intensity to these 11 guys ahead of him saying, guys, this matters. I'm here for you. Who is it, Tom? He is telling the team, don't you worry. You go and do your job. I'll deliver mine. Uh, always delivers the postman, Ian Poulter. Doesn't lose, uh, you know, unbeaten in the singles, and uh, there's a reason for it, right? And he's, uh, you know, maybe he's uh, looking at the back of Brooks Kepka a lot this week, but uh, you know who's going to drop the putts in, and it's going to be Ian Poulter. Wow. If we get to those last two matches, well, even three, we are, uh, man, we are in for some drama. Brooks Kepka versus Ian Poulter. Guys, this has been fun. Um, I know you've been under a lot of stress, there's a lot to consider. These are life-changing moments. Any final words uh, before we um, we play this thing out? Defending champ, Tom, I'll give you the floor first as we uh, as you look at this. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I mean, look, we're just comfortable, our guys. You know, we're you know we're really happy with our team. Uh, the the captain's picks were, you know, I think very much picked themselves. There, there may be a question mark about the guy that didn't go. Uh, very professional, uh, very happy, left on good terms. We'll see him again in Italy in a couple of years' time. And, uh, you know, I'm really, really happy with the 12 guys and taking out, you know, defending champions and all of these guys can do Europe proud. Jeff, final thoughts, Team USA. Uh, I think there have been some unfair comments, how the past relates to my current group here. I, again, don't feel like they should wear the scars of the past. I also feel people have an expectation that when these things have happened on home soil, that they've gone far worse than they have. There have been some incredible comebacks that have happened to us at home, but overall at home, we play great. I am fully expecting a repeat of what happened at Hazeltine a couple of years ago. All right. Fair enough. We appreciate your time. The, uh, the picks are in and now we'll have to wait and we'll have to see how it all plays out on Sunday and who will take home the 43rd playing of the Ryder Cup. Captain Feinberg, Captain Jacobs, thank you for joining us here on the Stripe Show podcast. Let's take a second to talk about the folks over at Encore Golf. Encore has earned a reputation across the golf industry and with golfers everywhere for its combination of value, performance, and customer service. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is flipping the script on golf technology through perimeter-weighted balls made with the high-density particles and proprietary nanotransitional layer offering players enhanced accuracy, 
control, and distance. Encore recently added the Vero X1 to its suite of award-winning golf balls, one that already included the Golf Digest gold-rated elixir and low compression Avant 55. Through its full suite of golf balls, Encore can help transform any golfer's game. Visit EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton for more info about Encore and start revolutionizing your game. Now back to the Stripe Show podcast. 